Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. It's a sloppy day of practice in St. Joe for the Kansas City Chiefs. We heard from Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, linebacker Nick Bolton, defensive tackle Derek Noddy, and fullback Mike Burton. We'll go in that order, starting with Eric Bieniemy, followed by Nick Bolton. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Derek Noddy and Mike Burton. Here's Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, today was a great day for us. Uh, I think today was a great learning lesson. It was an outstanding practice. Thought our defense did a heck of a job. The beauty of it is it's training camp. You live and learn each and every day, and there's always a lesson, you know, that you can gain from this. So with that said, I'm all ears. One of the lessons that we need to learn and take from this once we get on that tape is to understand things happen in life, meaning every play is not going to be your best play. So how you respond tells you what type of character you have. So we got to make sure that we're displaying that character and understanding that this is a team game. We will respond, but that last play can't impact what we're going to do next. You had three straight false starts in that one drill. What, what, what happened there? Uh, we, we just didn't execute. We had false starts. Guys can't jump off sides. That's a part of the business. For whatever reason, it happened, but a life lesson, we keep it moving. Paul, you ever throwing Pat and the rest of those guys off the field? Well, you got to understand when the head man, the head man is the head man for the, for a reason. So that's why he gets paid the big bucks. What took you guys to, to put Jerry Christian um, at right tackle uh, today? It's the first time you've seen him in first team. Well, you got to understand, Coach Heck is going to always. First of all, Coach Heck does a great job of developing all our office, all of our offensive linemen. So. This is a stage where you're always just trying to get a look at certain players to see what they can do and how do they handle when placed in that situation. So each and every day, I'm sure you guys will probably see something, you know, whether it's at the O-line, receiver, or running back position. We just want to see guys play. Do you think that Christian Fair in your look? I know you're watching everybody, but, but just to – It'd be tough for me to answer because, obviously, there's a lot of things I was looking at and uh, – Still got to watch tape. <laughs> do, you make a, do you mark something on a calendar and say, at this time, I'd like to see X, like especially when it comes to the right tackle position because there are a lot of bodies rotating there? Well, you, you always have goals. You always have expectations. Those can change on a day-to-day basis. We got a lot of guys that's in that room that's doing a hell of a job. And obviously we got some players who are coming back, you know, off of injury at some point in time. So right now I'm not passing judgment on anyone. The thing that I'm looking at is when we're out there, are we all being accountable to one another? Are we executing with great attention to details? Are we having a sense of urgency and a sense of purpose in what we're doing? And that can be from the right tackle to the, to the X receiver, to the Z receiver, to the running back, to the quarterback, because we want to continue evaluating our players. I think Jaron has done a heck of a job of doing this, accepting what we do and how we do it, okay? And he's working his tail off. But like I said, we're still in that developmental process. We're still trying to see who can play and how well they can play at a consistent level. Where that developmental process goes, um, Rob Jones is a new guy. How do you feel like he's fitting in right now, especially in that group in the rotation? You know what, Rojo's doing a heck of a job. He's obviously a big man. He's done some good things uh, running the football. He just need to continue becoming 
the football player we expect him to be because we expect our guys to do a lot from that running back position. And the thing that he's done, he's accepted the challenge, and he's doing things that he hasn't really done in the past. So the thing that I love about him, every single day he comes out here and works his tail off. Now where's that, uh, you got the new receivers in here, where's the quarterback to receiver timing? Is it where you want it to be at this point in time? No, it's not where we need it to be right now, but this is why we're in training camp, because we're working to be at our best. Every day is not going to be perfect, and this is what I'm going back to from earlier, okay? Sometimes we're clicking and everything is right on. Sometimes it's not clicking. That's a part of camp. Now, what I want our guys to do is to make sure that they weather the storm, they come back out, forget what took place, let's take a look at it on tape, make the necessary corrections, then we come out and do it again tomorrow. What tells you that Pacheco can maybe handle a role on the offense? You know what? Coach Lou does a heck of a job with those guys, okay? He's a tough kid, obviously. We got a lot of good players in that room. So in time, everything will tell for itself. But right now, he's doing some good things. He's working his tail off. But also, too, you got a lot of other guys in there competing their tails off as well. Michael, we're not going to talk to you before the first game started. What, what, what are your expectations for, obviously, the starters that we're not going to see as much? But what are you going to be looking for for the second, third, and fourth units? <laughs> you know what? Unfortunately, I'm not even there yet. I'm working on what are we doing in this walkthrough? What are we going to take care of after this walkthrough? And how are we going to move forward for tomorrow's practice? You know, it's just like I tell our players to live in the moment. As coaches, we have to live in this moment as well because it's our job to make sure that our guys are not taking anything for granted. So I want to make sure I'm not missing any details, you know, when it comes to evaluating our players. We're going to get Michael Burton here shortly. As a former NFL running back, what is it about his skill set that you love watching from the sideline? Burt's a football player. You know, whatever you ask him to do, he's going to do it. And he does it at a high level. The beauty of it is there's no job too big and there's no job too small. The thing that Burt does, he just sets the standard because he doesn't take anything for granted. He's a hard worker and he takes work home. Okay, and so the thing that I appreciate about him is that guys are seeing that. He's not really a vocal leader, but they see it and they gravitate to him. You know what, Juju, <laughs> I will say this, we got, we got some characters on our team now. <laughs> Juju, Juju is one of those unique characters. He's a very good human being. I love what he brings to the table. He's a competitive player that doesn't take anything for granted. And every day is a learning experience for him. The thing that I love about Juju is when you tell him his mistake or something that he needs to improve upon, he converses back with you and then he auto-corrects it. And so the thing that I love what he brings to the table, he brings, a, he brings positive energy, he works hard, he's very humble, and the only thing he wants to do is to make sure he's doing it right. Mahomes says that he enjoys the, you know, like you and Andy push him. But he says the other guy that pushes him is David Girardi. What do you, kind of, what do you see in Girardi, and what do you see, kind of see in the relationship between those two? You know what, Girardi, Girardi does a heck of a job. Girardi is one of those guys, he's behind the scenes, but does a lot of uh, work for us. Obviously, he's one of my right-hand men, does a lot of groundwork and actually uh, helping us getting the game plans together because he's breaking down all the film. But 
you got to have those type of people around who are positive people, who are intelligent people. But also, too, at that ground level, he just personally communicates with Pat, and they've had an outstanding relationship, you know, since, since day one. And it's fun watching the dynamics and how it's grown over the years. But the beauty of it is they have a great working relationship together. And, you know, Gerardi will tell him, hey, man, listen, you can't do that. <laughs> or they'll just jab at each other consistently. But it's all in fun and love. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll take care. Nick, how you feeling out there calling the defense and, you know, the dog days of training camp? You feel like uh, you're starting to really pick it up and you feel good about yourself right now? Yeah, I feel like uh, together as a unit, I would kind of put everything together. I kind of mesh come together a little bit more. Uh, training camp continues. Uh, it is a dog day, so that's when they really come together as a team, as a unit. Um, so I'm kind of proud of where we're at. Uh, we had a good day today, but uh, we're not where we want to be still, so I'm uh, working every single day to try to get better. I think I counted 16 plays on that drive for the first team. Uh, those long drive periods, do you ever have to do anything like that before you got here? Oh. How, how challenging is that? Oh, yeah, it's very challenging. Uh, it's kind of unique to uh, the Coach Reed's camp. Uh, I kind of like it, though. Uh, you go on a long drive, kind of simulates the fourth quarter. Uh, you got to dig down deep and, and find a way to get stops. And so uh, I think it's beneficial for us. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, as we keep building, uh, they keep getting longer. So, uh, again, it's one of those things that I kind of like about this camp. When it comes to, you know, you're, you're probably now, at least the, this team, the most experienced guy for calling this defense and being the guy who's going to wear the green dot. With some of the other mics, I know Darius Harris has been around for a little bit. How much are you able to learn from him, too? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm learning from everybody in the room. Uh, we've got a lot of vet guys. Uh, it's only my second year in the league, and so we got Elijah Lee coming in from before he's coming into his sixth year. Uh, J.C. Carr going in his fifth year. Uh, so a lot of those guys seen a lot of football, seen a lot of schemes, kind of understand concepts. Uh, I'm still trying to learn. I'm trying to grasp. And so every single day we're learning from each other, trying to feed off of each other, uh, just trying to get 1% better. Um, that's kind of the goal we got for this camp, trying to get 1% better every single day, and uh, we're just striving to get there. Uh, you can see that the game's trying to slow down for him a little bit. Um, it's trying to open up his vision a little bit more, and it's kind of helping him uh, as we transition to more pass plays and also like more gap scheme runs and stuff like that. So uh, he's still progressing every single day, and uh, I'm proud of where he's at. I'm excited for his future as well. Uh, just this partition of the game. I was a lot slower uh, going into my second year than it was in my first year. And so I kind of get to settle in on the scheme part. I uh, can help out here and there uh, with guys and stuff like that that we got trying to make sure everybody's in the right position. But other than that, though, it's kind of just more so now that we learn the scheme, trying to help myself be better at football um, and just trying to get, make sure I'm better with my steps, my eyes, my vision, hands, stuff like that uh, that are a little intangibles of, uh, in football. You've had a couple of practices now with Carlos Dunlap. Uh, mm -hmm. What are you seeing out of him and what do you hope of? Uh, kind of energy he'll bring to the defense? Oh, you can tell he's best savvy, uh, for sure. Uh, he's an athletic end, a long, lanky guy. I can hold double teams off. Uh, got good feet as well, a good pass rusher. So I'm excited for him. Uh, we just got him in a couple of days ago. So um, he's still learning as well. But uh, I'm excited for what we got. Uh, I think our D-line is going to be great this year. Yeah, uh, it's kind of one of the things we don't really go against runs until we get here. So um, we've kind of seen like the guys uh, coming in. We, we're trying to learn as much as we can. Um, the fits are not always perfect, but uh, we're just trying to stop the ball through the line of scrimmage and make the ball bounce. And so uh, D-line's doing a hell of a job up front, uh, making the ball bounce, uh, keep, keeping two guys, keeping us clean, and linebackers and third-level players. And so all they can do that, I feel like as linebackers, we can get downhill, make plays, and not stop the run. So uh, that's kind of how I feel about 907 so far. Nick, where do you feel the communication is at between you and the back end, guys like Juan and Justin and, and 
Oh yeah, Juan and Justin doing a, doing a hell of a job uh, again, letting us align up from the back end, communication, hand signals, stuff like that to kind of help us uh, get aligned faster and play faster. So uh, those guys are doing a hell of a job. Uh, Juan's, I was one of those guys that were here last year as well, so he could kind of help out as much as he can in the back end and getting us lined up as well. So uh, he's doing he's been great for us. You got a game Saturday. You guys feel like confident in that regard, ready to go? Absolutely. First team doesn't really play a lot this first this first preseason mm -hmm. game. What are you wanting to get out of it? What's kind of your accomplishment and whatever you do for us uh, Whatever we have in, uh, executing that to the highest level we can, uh, going down there, stopping the run uh, early, um, and also just uh, playing the pass game uh, along with that. But I just want to go in and execute at a high level, uh, have fun, and I'm um, just trying to build from the ground up. Uh, yeah, as much as I can. Uh, I'm going there. My goal um, just to try to put people in the best position as possible on the football field. And so as long as I'm doing that, uh, I'm kind of good where I'm at. Uh, like I said, Juan's been a hell of a job. Uh, he's been here probably like the oldest um, on our defense that's starting right now in the back end. So um, he's going in, communicating, uh, kind of get us aligned up. If we have a little mess up, he can kind of help us out. So uh, he's been great for us, and I'm excited for what we got. There was a big hit on Juju earlier in practice. You guys feel like as a defense you're itching to start really hitting turn up the physicality a little bit more as uh, you guys yeah. are kind of in that midway point in camp? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like on defense, uh, we won't have an attitude defense this year, uh, but at the same time, we take care of our teammates. And so I got to make sure in, in drills like that, we keep them up, um, take care of them, because we need them on Sundays as well. Anything else? All right, thanks, thanks. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Um, honestly, it'll probably be the relationship with a lot of my teammates. I look, I work well with them. Um, the conversation we I've had with uh, Coach, with Coach Joe, Joe Cullen, I feel like he's the type of coach I've really been looking for right now to really up my game to the next level. What has Joe done for you so far that leads you to say that? Uh, he challenges me. He really does. He expects a lot out of me, and he should challenge me every day. So every day it's a mission, like what are we doing today? How can we get better? How fast? How hard can we play? So I'm always up for the challenge. What do you think Carlos Dunlap is bringing to the group now that, now that you've practiced with him for the past few days? He brings a lot of leadership. He's been in the league for how many years, man? Uh, I used to train with him back, uh, back in Bomberos a couple years back. Just get some words of wisdom with him. And since he's been here, he's been doing his part to try to throw any bit of nuggets to anybody on the D-line. Um, so, yes, he has great. He brings a lot of great leadership to the team, to the D-line. How much has he changed since you said you trained with him a few years ago? Yes. How much has he changed from then to now? I mean, it's hard to say. I was I trade him just in offseason. He's been on uh, – he's been through a whole season of two years. So it's hard to say until he gets his – the leash has gone to him to go full go. That's when I'll really get to see. But he's been showing great promises so far. What do you think the D-line is right now? 
And what, uh, can you explain that question? Just, uh, as far as like training camp, where do you guys, uh, where, are, where do you guys think you are? Just an evaluation. There's still more work to do. Uh, do you feel like uh, you guys are where you want to be right now? I mean, in the midst of training camp, I wouldn't say we want to be here. But uh, what I'm saying is we're in a good spot right now, but there's always room for improvement. We always try to get better than yesterday. So I feel like we're going in the right direction. This defense very that pretty well last year as far as generating pressure on the quarterback, but it was getting sacks and getting the quarterback down. That was sometimes the challenge. What is the approach? And what, is, what, is, what is specifically maybe Joe coming in and teaching you guys and sharing with you guys as far as getting in those pressures and turning them into sacks? Uh, he brings it into pretty much three steps of the rush, and he emphasizes it every day that's trying to, from the approach, to the combat zone, to the finish. He brings it every, there's every, into details, every single step of a rush. So I feel like with that, it gives a more of a bonus, per se, to our, our pass rushes in our interior line. What, what does Stunts do to y'all's pass rushes? Is that a nice switch up or something y'all would be looking to depend on maybe not Stunts? Yeah. Oh, we've been doing stunts for a while. Um, I feel like it gives, we can do stunts on a run and a pass. So it gives about a lot of dynamic to what we can do. We've got a preseason game coming up. Like, granted, you know, the starters probably won't be seeing a lot of time, but like, as a veteran, what are you telling some of the young guys who might see extended action against the Bears? Um, don't second guess yourself. Uh, follow your coaching, trust yourself, and just play. They've been playing for how many years? Four, three years in college, or how many years they've been in the league? It's preseason. Just play. Do what you've been coached to do. If there's anything the coach wanted you to improve on, that's to be a good chance to do it after that. They go watch the film, corrections, and that's how it goes. Just trust yourself. Don't overthink and just play. It looks like the run defense is stepping up for y'all during camp. What's it like for you and Chris eating up those, those blocks in the interior? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, what's it like eating up those interior run blocks in the interior versus the run? What's it like? Uh, it's a little bittersweet, you know. No one really likes having 600 pounds on you, but it's a good job when you get it done. Um, honestly, me personally, when you get that sweet spot of holding a double team and you're not moving, nothing's moving behind, you're not moving backwards, it's a real nice feeling. But yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, Derek. Thanks. Thanks, Derek. You have a great day. How's Cam been going for you so far, Mike? So far, so good. Uh, definitely excited to, uh, to be back out here working with some new guys. We got a great group, great offense. Um, and just really excited to um, get these preseason games going and, uh, yeah, just looking forward for the season coming up. You've got a lot of different running styles, you know, that, that you're blocking for. As a fullback, what, what do you do to prepare, like, Pacheco's a powerful kind of guy, Clyde Edwards kind of a shifty guy. Does your, does your blocking change depending on the skill set behind you? Yeah, I'll say this first and foremost. They're all great backs, so they make my job a lot easier. That's for sure. That's first and foremost. And secondly, yeah, it's, it's nice to know you got a guy like Pacheco who's got a lot of juice out of his stand, so maybe you got to make sure you get out of there a little bit quicker and stuff like that where maybe a, a back that's a little bit more patient, he's going to read it through, so then you have a little bit more time to read it through as well. So I like to get feedback from them and, and what they want. You know, I'm just trying, I'm out there to help them succeed the best they can. So it's just a lot of communication back and forth. Specifically on Pacheco because he's a rookie. You learn anything about him so far at camp? Yeah, well, I knew a little bit about him prior. Just hadn't played at Rutgers. You know, when I went back, when I, you know, a few years ago when he was at Rutgers, I came back for some spring practices. You know, I thought, okay, this kid's got some juice. He's strong, powerful. He can run. Um, good kid, wants to learn. So he, he's been exciting to watch out here, and um, he's been doing a great job. Thank you.
Yeah, when he got drafted, he reached out to me. We communicated a little bit, and I, ch I tried to prep him just for rookie mini camp and OTAs and what to expect in training camp and, and just life as, as a rookie. You know, it, it can be tough at times, so just trying to help him out any way I can. Uh, we don't call him. We, I just call him Pop. That's the nickname. It's just Pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your first impression when you saw him going back? Uh, I was just, yeah, uh, like wow, like this kid, this kid's gonna be able to play at the next level. He might have been a sophomore at the time, and uh, the coaches back at Rutgers were talking about him, and and all, it all came true. And you know, kind of, I kind of saw him at practice and run, and, and he's tough. He's willing to block. Like he could be a three-down guy. So um, he's been doing a lot of great things for us. What is it about this that makes it makes this offense that's that's good for a fullback? I mean, fullback is kind of a disappearing position, mm -hmm. but you, you get that thriving spot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think a lot of that is is you know Coach Reed. You know he believes in, in having a fullback, and it's my job to make sure that he wants to carry one. Right? I, I believe players make the depth chart, not the coaches. So it's my job to take full of every opportunity I get, whether it's blocking, carry, catching, special teams is also incredibly important um, in that role as well. So you got to be a guy that's going to contribute and bring value to the team. And then, um, you know, he'll be able to carry a fullback. Are there any similarities between uh, Sean Payne's office and Coach Reed's office? Yeah, I mean, there, there's, <laughs> the passing attack is just is amazing. I, I think both of them do a great job of, of putting players in in positions to be successful. They're two great offensive minds. Um, both have have had great quarterbacks, so um, it's just a, a really good attacking offense. Can score points at will um, and all those different types of things. So definitely um, fun to be a part of this offense for sure. You're a four special teams player. You know, we probably lost five or six four phase guys from last year. How is that you know, fitting you know, as far as getting a lot of new pieces in and trying to figure out what guys to do on special teams? Yeah, well, I think it starts with, you know, Brett Veach and his staff, the coaches, they did a great job of bringing guys in who are great special teams players, guys who are experienced around the league, a lot of great vets um, that have played at special teams at a high level. So they've come in, and, and we really haven't missed a beat, and that's because of the type of players that they bring into this building. So I'm um, really excited about, you know, what we can offer and what we can bring on special teams this year. Yeah. And I, want, I know you're in your eighth year here, but I want you to go back to your rookie year. What, yeah. what do you remember about your first preseason game? Yeah, uh, I was excited for sure. Um, it was kind of that first time where you're hitting a different jersey. You know, camp, even as a rookie, you're hitting the same guys over and over again, and then all of a sudden um, it's, it's a different jersey. The speed's faster. Um, and it was really just a mindset, you know, going to the game, talking to veterans and coaches, take advantage advantage of like any and all opportunities that you get um, put it on tape you know because all other teams are watching the tape as well so whenever you get that opportunity you know make sure that um, you're taking advantage of that good. Good. awesome thank you guys